Good morning, beautiful, and welcome to the Daily Gospel Spill. I'm your host, Madison Spano, and thank you for joining me for another episode on the Daily Gospel Spill. In just a few minutes, we're going to dive deep into the gospel message, exploring the historical context, practical insights, and personal takeaways that will empower you to live out your faith more beautifully. So, whether you're sipping on your morning coffee, rushing off to college classes, or embracing the chaos of the day with the little humans, this is your moment of spiritual recharge. So grab your Bible if it's near, find a cozy corner if you can, and let's spill the gospel tea together. Now let's dive in to today's gospel passage. Are you ready? Let's spill it. Stay tuned for another enriching episode, and remember, you're never alone on this faith-filled journey. Welcome to The Daily Gospel Spill. Today we're exploring Mark chapter 8 verses 11 through 21. Then the Pharisees came and began to question Jesus, to test him. They asked him for a sign from heaven. He sighed deeply and said, why does this generation ask for a sign? Truly I tell you, no sign will be given. Then he left them, got back into the boat, and crossed the other side. The yeast of the Pharisees and Herod. The disciples had forgotten to bring bread, except for one loaf they had with them in the boat. Be careful, Jesus warned them. Watch out for the yeast of the Pharisees and that of Herod. They discussed this with one another and said, It is because we have no bread. Aware of their discussion, Jesus asked them, Why are you talking about not having bread? Do you still not see or understand? Are your hearts hardened? Do you have eyes that fail to see and ears but fail to hear? Why don't you remember? When I broke the five loaves for 5,000, how many basketfuls of pieces did you pick up? 12, they replied. And when I broke the seven loaves for the 4,000, how many basketfuls of pieces did you pick up? They answered seven. He said to them, do you still not understand? Okay, ladies. Let's dive into this bit about Jesus warning his disciples about the Pharisees using the leaven metaphor. So what's the big deal with leaven, right? In Jewish culture, it's like the symbol for sin and corruption. Think about how something teeny, like a judgmental thought or a bit of pride, can sneakily spread through us, just like leaven and dough. Now here's a nugget for you. This study I stumbled upon in the Journal of Religion and Health says, that just because you're more involved in church stuff doesn't mean you're automatically more compassionate or less judgy. Sometimes it's the opposite. You might end up with a bigger judgmental streak and a puffed up sense of pride. It's like a wake up call reminding us that our spiritual journey should be all about humility and love, not about who's got the shiniest halo. I've heard it said that the longer we are Christians, the more judgmental we tend to become and pride grows like yeast if we aren't careful. From the brainy side of things, you know psychology, as we grow in our faith, we gotta watch out for that sneaky, holier-than-thou vibe. This is where we start thinking our church circle is the it group, which can lead us to be a tad judgmental towards others. But remember how Jesus was? He was all about shaking up those social norms and hanging out with people who were usually left out. When Jesus says to watch out for the Pharisees' leaven, he's not just telling us to steer clear of bad company. It's more like he's nudging us to look inwards. Are we focusing on what our faith really means? Or are we getting tangled up and looking good and keeping up appearances? 
It's about living out our faith with authenticity, not getting lost in a sea of rules and traditions. Okay, so let's chat about Jesus' ministry. Most of his ministry is actually set out to preach against the religious teachers. It was mainly like a big old reality check for for the religious teachers. This is huge, right? Because think about it, often in our church circles, we're kind of aiming to be like those religious folks. But Jesus is like, hold up, don't even go there. He's all about cautioning us to watch out for the leaven of the Pharisees that we see in this passage. He's telling us to be careful not to get swayed by their thinking. And hey, about the Pharisees, I talk about them in my book. They started off on the right track, like spiritual life coaches back in their day. But oh boy, did they get tangled in rules and the whole do this or else mindset. And guess what? That kind of thinking is still causing a stir today, popping up in different denominations and even cult-like Christian groups. It's a bit of a reality check for us, isn't it? And so let's talk about how community and friendship can be powerful tools in combating the pride and judgmentalism that often sometimes creep up in our spiritual lives. Community and friendship play a crucial role in keeping us grounded and humble. Research has consistently shown the benefits of strong social connections on mental and emotional well-being. A study published in the American Journal of Public Health found that social ties can promote a sense of belonging, increase our sense of purpose, and provide support in times of stress or doubt. In the context of spiritual growth, Being part of a faith community or having close friendships within the church can provide a reality check against the development of pride and a judgmental attitude. These relationships offer accountability, friends, and fellow believers can gently point out when we're veering into spiritual arrogance or becoming overly critical. Proverbs 27.17 says, As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. This verse beautifully captures how our interactions with others can help refine and improve our character. Engaging in community activities or small group discussions encourages us to listen and learn from diverse perspectives. This can be incredibly humbling and eye-opening, reminding us that our way of understanding and practicing faith is not the only way. It fosters empathy and understanding and patience with others which are really antidotes to pride and judgmentalism. Friendships, especially those rooted in faith, can also be a source of encouragement to pursue humility and grace. The emotional support that comes from these relationships can be a buffer against the loneliness and isolation that sometimes accompany spiritual pride. In the context of these friendships, we're more likely to be open and vulnerable, which is key to maintaining a humble and teachable spirit. So girl, think about it this way. When we're part of a loving, supportive community, we're constantly reminded that we're all in this together. We all have our struggles, our doubts, and our moments of weakness. It's this shared understanding that helps us stay humble and grounded, no matter how far we've come in our spiritual journey. So as we continue to grow in our faith, let's cherish our church family and friends. They're not just companions on our spiritual journey. They're essential partners in helping us stay true to the heart of what it means to follow Christ, which is to live with love, humility, and grace. Here's where we find a unique angle for us as modern believers, especially women who often juggle multiple roles and expectations. In our quest to be good Christians, 
Are we unconsciously adopting a pharisaical mindset? Are we focusing too much on appearances, on ticking off spiritual checkboxes, or on maintaining a certain status within our church communities? Let's dive deeper into this, because the Pharisees were notorious for their meticulous observance of the law, but often missed the spirit behind these laws. Jesus points out this hypocrisy. They were experts in the law, but their hearts were far from God. This directly speaks to us. Are we caught up in the rituals and rules of religion that we lose sight of its essence? Which really, again, is love, grace, and compassion. These are the three things that Jesus continuously hones in on in scripture. Now reflecting on our current context, it's crucial to examine how the pharisaical mindset manifests in our own lives. In a society that often values material success and outward appearances, it's so easy to translate these values into our spiritual life. We might find ourselves judging others based on their adherence to religious practices or feeling superior because of our own. But this is a call for self-reflection. We need to ask ourselves, are we embodying the teachings of Jesus in our daily lives? Are we extending grace and understanding? Or are we quick to judge and condemn? Interestingly, the concept of groupthink can kind of shed a little bit of light on this, especially in religious settings, where the desire for harmony or conformity within a group can result in irrational or dysfunctional decision-making. This can lead to an environment where questioning or differing from the majority view is frowned upon, mirroring the rigid mindset of the Pharisees. So. How do we apply Jesus' warning in our lives? First, it's about developing a personal relationship with God, grounded in understanding and grace, rather than just following religious norms. It's also about fostering a community that values diverse perspectives and encourages open dialogue. So in closing, let's take this message to heart. Let's strive to be followers of Christ who seek to understand the deeper meaning of His teachings moving beyond mere religious formalism. Let's cultivate a faith that's heartfelt and full of love so that we can go out and love from full cups. Sending you all the love and light, and as always, keep sipping that gospel tea and don't forget to spill it. Thank you so much for listening to the Daily Gospel Spill. If you are loving this podcast, make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. And we would love to chat with you about how the Lord is touching your heart in the review section. If you can think of someone who would love to hear this podcast, make sure to share it and don't forget to tag me at Madison Spano on Instagram so we can follow along with who's listening. I am also super excited to share that my book, Gospel Beautiful, is finally available. This is your girlfriend's guide on breaking away from chaotic faith to find beauty and spiritual wellness in Christ. So grab your copy today on Amazon. I am also doing a giveaway, so be sure to share this episode and subscribe. All that information is in the show notes, and as always, keep sipping that gospel tea and don't forget to spill it.